Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, now, the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. You know, I thought of coming in this morning. That band, that group, those two guys, Savage Garden. Yes. Wow, I forgot about them. Remember that? They were. Yeah. They had some good stuff, and one day they woke up and they just disappeared. Yep. <laughs> they woke up and they realized they disappeared, or we saw them disappear? I woke up and I realized they disappeared. What happened to them, Louie? They broke up, the two main they guys did? in it. Yeah. yeah. They went they their own way. Darren Hayes was the lead singer. Darren Hayes. Yeah. Last time I talked to him, he was headed out to San Francisco to live. Hmm. No, he's a big in the UK. He had a nice career there, but Human after thing. their two albums over here, they that was it. So they're still they're still active though. No, nah, individually, not no. together. Oh yeah, that's they'll right. never be together. We need a reunion, truly, madly, oh, deeply. Oh, big tour. fight. Yeah, truly, Ooh. madly, deeply. I love that song. Six thirteen as we kick off show number seven eighty nine. As you can probably tell. From his presence, Louis Louis is back from family vacation. <laughs> First time he and his lovely wife took their children uh, out of the country. Yep. We went to Aruba. It was absolutely beautiful. The pictures were spectacular. And what's, what's the deal? You guys uh, had a great time? Yeah, it was a great time. I mean, the kids had the best time ever. We were on edge a little bit because, you know, they're tiny and just taking care of them out somewhere far, far away for the first time. But Near an ocean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting in a restaurant, you know. Yeah. It, it, but it was great. Overall, it was just so much fun. So Rosanna didn't have a relaxing vacation, right? She did. I think I was more on edge than he's she a, was. He's a, he's a very, yeah. very hands-on dad. Hands the way on I am. Yeah, you know how I am. Papa yeah. umau mau. <laughs> yep. Always uptight. Right. You know. And how did uh, Francesco behave? Uh, he All had right. fun. He didn't get. A, <laughs> he had fun. He's a little he loud. He but didn't he had get fun. a good report card. He's running around like a madman. <laughs> he liked the just water. Just discovered his legs. Yeah, he loved the water. Alexandro didn't want to get out of the, the water at the beach. Just discovered his legs. Yeah, so he's he's just. <laughs> what are these? This is yeah, great. <laughs> he's he's just having so much fun. Somebody, I, 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 he told me that somebody actually. Sp- Spotted him. He said, are you with the Big Joe? Really? Yeah. Down there? So, yeah. Wow. Some guy just patted me on the back. Louis? Louis? Like, yeah. <laughs> Hi. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I love you guys. He said, I love Kermit's movie. I love the brain. Wow. The brain buster. The Rogerio's. <laughs> P1 listener, yeah. Al and Marianne from Staten yeah. Island. Hey. Kind of weird, but it was. They're <laughs> P1ers, though. It is a little bit strange. No, they were wonderful. They were so nice. Yeah. But, you know, just. When someone taps you on the shoulder and says thousands of miles away, it's like, "Hey, are you Louis Louis?" Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> they they're they're up right now. They listen they listen for the harp. Very cool. They thought, "What was that forty one light bulb brain buster?" What was they that? thought? I was lying on that one. No, <laughs> but you always critiquing. are lying. They were critiquing the brain buster. Yeah, that's for what you, they huh? do. They love the games. All right, Al, back it down a little bit, will you, buddy? He's just one man just trying to do a job. Well, it turns out, oh, wait a minute, breaking news. Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Needed that. The wow. winning ticket was not sold in Watertown. 
What? Where, where was it sold, Brad? Uh, Chicopee. Which is 85 miles away, so what? it's not like a little summer. <laughs> what the heck? And it was sold at the Pride Market. The, the Pride Market, the, where rainbows get, begin. How did they get that information how wrong? How can you be? Uh, you know how that goes, Scott. In the middle of the night, everybody's all happy. And no, they're no, 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 no. This is all computerized. The, the Chicopee. Yeah, no, the ticket sold in Watertown was actually a million dollar prize. So, well, that's a, that's a little bit off from a seven hundred and fifty nine million dollar prize. Right. So that was seven hundred and fifty eight million less. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the Pride Station and Store in Chicopee. The Pride is a filling station. It says Pride Station and Store. So who yeah, knows that's what, it what is. that is. One of those. It's where you stop when you're traveling somewhere. Yeah, got to get to Pride. You know, let the kids out to go to the bathroom, get a Snickers bar. <laughs> you fill up the tank. Yeah, buy a ticket. Mama's got to go to the bathroom too. <laughs> How do you think you feel if you're the uh, if you're the lotto director of the state of Massachusetts? <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> no, they, I've never seen them happen like this before. We. Yeah. This morning, remember, remember this morning when they had uh, like five people won the two dollar, the two million dollar prize, and then it turned out to be six. Not bad. And then their first press release said that nineteen people won the million dollar prize. Right. That means they got five numbers, but no Powerball, right? Right. What did it turn out to 34. be? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. <laughs> Well, that uh, didn't come from Massachusetts. That came from the National Powerball Organization. Correct. Let's correct. get that straight. <laughs> this get is the, bi- the biggest night of their careers, really, isn't it? If you're in the PR department oh, yeah. of the lotto. What's funny is they're talking about, uh, yeah, well, it was a mistake. It was actually sold in Chicopee. And this is the largest lottery jackpot going to one winner. And they go into the whole rest of the story without going back and saying, what happened? Here's what happened. So <laughs> they start selling the. Yeah. Who's the running wind. that operation? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, good. Eight thirty-two. Oh, Chickapee. What goes on in Chickapee? You been there, Scott? I know. I know about Watertown. A lot now. I, I don't know anything about Chickapee. They got a radio station in Chickapee. It's actually a cute little town. I'm looking at pictures of it. On a river. Someplace. I can't believe this. All the TV stations were saying Watertown, the news <laughs> yeah. stations. So they're all there, too. I them, like, running to Chicopee. Yeah, Gotta they're go. all showing up at the, at the, uh, oh, the store there. Yeah, Pride you got store. all the networks. We're all at the oh, Pride yeah. store. Well, we had a million-dollar winner. No, oh. no, the, the other one is the one with the million-dollar winner. The one at the Pride store is the, the $758 yeah. million. Oh, yeah, the Handy Variety store had the million-dollar winner. Right. Now they got to move. All they got to take all the trucks. They got to take all the satellite trucks to They're the, racing down to the Pride store. <laughs> They're on ninety right now, going. Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah. You got to get the truck. Lisa, uh, I've got to read. Uh, you got to drive over to. Ch- ch- you know Chicopee. what? It's a straight shot on I ninety from Watertown to Chicopee. The girl here says it's a, a straight shot on first. ninety right over to Chicopee. You're looking for the. Uh, you're looking for the Pride station there. All right. Well, good luck to you. Oh, you know where you know where you're going, huh? All right. <laughs> okay. Good. 
hanging out in the studio with us this morning is a guy named Brian Britton. He's a he's a broadcaster, but he's you my, do my brother. <laughs> you do mostly traffic, right? That is correct. Yes, you're one of the uh, one of the top five guys around. I hear oh. what they tell me. You are you're on what eighty eight or ten 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 wins. Yes, sir. So you would know what's going on with the Tappan Zee Bridge. Oh, here we go. Oh boy, <laughs> you would yes. know about that, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there are there are differing opinions as to what we're going to call the bridge. You know, oh, we've yeah. got we've got the Tappan Zee, which is the old stalwart, but now it's the Mario Cuomo Bridge or the Governor Mario Cuomo Bridge. So what do we call it? But the problem is. It's already had a governor's name, and nobody did <laughs> yes, it. This is true. true. It this was the Malcolm Wilson Bridge. I see it. It's it's on a sign. There's when a plaque. You go yeah. 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 So why all of a sudden, if they ignored it, when it was the Malcolm w- Governor Malcolm Wilson Bridge, <laughs> now why do they want everybody to call it the Mario Cuomo Bridge? I don't know. Yeah. Why the hell did I put you on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's it's partially because it's a brand new structure. Right. You know when we renamed well, it was bridges. brand new when it was Malcolm mm-hmm. Wilson, I think. Uh, that's true. Well, yes. what are you going to call it? On 1010 wins, we are going to call it the Mario Cuomo Bridge. Ah, for God's sake. But on CBS, we're going to call it the new span of the Tappan Zee Bridge. Wow. Why don't we just say the Tappan Zee Bridge? People know it's the <laughs> new the span. Or just the tap. <laughs> I, go, I like the tap. The people, my neighborhood paper, the local paper there for Westchester is the Journal News. And they've been all over this. It's almost like it's a Journal News bridge. It's like they own it. <laughs> every, day they have, every day they have, they're all over it. They got these guys uh, that cover nothing but the bridge. Jordan, yeah. Jordan Fenster and Matt Coyne, they know everything about it. So uh, the other day they did, you know, things you should know about the new bridge. Oh, boy. And it says... What exactly is happening on Friday? Four lanes of Rockland County-bound traffic will shift to the new span of the evening. The traffic shift from the old Tappan Zee Bridge will begin at 9 p.m. <laughs> it won't finish for another 11 hours. The exit 9 on-ramp into the northbound state throughway and Terrytown and exit 10 southbound on-ramp in South Nyack will both close at 9 p.m. and reopen at 6 a.m. So, Jeez. next question. <laughs> when, a lot going on at 9 right yes. now. When can I drive on the new bridge? Tonight? 11 o'clock. No, it says it's not exactly clear <laughs> when the first cars will be able to cross the new bridge. Well, the first car already did. It was driven by Governor yeah. Cuomo. In 1955. That's because it's his own bridge. People. They're talking about civilians. I know. Sorry. <laughs> How, when will the whole project be complete? Well, an exact date has not been set. <laughs> it's done when it's done. Oh, yeah. my God. God, it goes on. It's crazy. I wonder if there's going to be a light show when they open up the new Kosciuszko Bridge. That's they had true. a light show. It was very, very fancy. Yes, I drove over yeah. it during about, the show. How about this? What if traffic is terrible? Take another bridge. <laughs> okay. That's pretty much what everybody does anyway. Oh, my God. You're just lucky we did. They didn't leave the the. They didn't rename the Rockland County part about uh, for Governor Cuomo, and then leave the Westchester County part. It's a Tappan Zee Bridge. Yeah. Okay. That's it. It's a Tappan Zee Bridge. Yes, sir. That's what I'm calling it. And you know what? That's what everybody else will call it. Yeah. I think you're probably right. I mean, look around. Where's the Joe DiMaggio Highway? Anybody? The Interboro. My mom still calls it the Interboro. Oh, the Joe DiMaggio. That's the West Side Highway. Yeah, that's the West Side Highway. Yeah. What are you yelling I, about? I, I, 
getting my baseball people. She does the traffic you, you here. should need to think just a little bit before you start <laughs> waving. I get my baseball great. I drive on it every day, up. so I know that. 715, Ross over here in for Patty today. It's a Daily Dirty Entertainment Update is on. All right. Do you remember Nia Vardalos from Big Fat Greek Wedding? Yeah. All right. She's coming back to Off-Broadway. She'll star in Tiny Beautiful Things. This fall at the Public Theater. Performances begin September 19th. Opening night is October 2nd. And got to say, rest in peace to poor Jay Thomas, who died yesterday of cancer. He was 60. He began his career in radio. He worked at WKTU here in town. Then he played Jerry Gold on Murphy Brown, as well as Rhea Perlman's on-screen husband, the hockey player Eddie LeBeck on Cheers, until his character was run over by a Zamboni. He also was in plenty of other shows, guest on David Letterman at Christmas time that everybody remembers. We will all miss Jay Thomas. And he forgot, he, he was better known for being on 99X here. Ah, the, oh, that's the top right. forty station, and him and I started out on radio together. Really, in the same place in Nashville. He or well, he worked in Jacksonville before he got promoted to Nashville. I didn't know that. Yeah, we were uh, we were always on against each other. When I did pirate radio in Los Angeles, uh-huh. he was on uh, Power one hundred five, one hundred six. Right, and uh, and I've known him for years. We used to play uh, flag football together and this guy had he could play he was a really good quarterback really? he had a big arm but he was a, a very very funny guy i used to tease him i said you're funnier off the air than you are on the air why don't you do that on the air but you forgot mork and mindy he played uh, that's, oh, that's right. right he played remo the guy that owned that deli mm-hmm. and you know like you said on cheers he was that was Really, it's funny too because you say his name, people don't sometimes don't know him until you say, "Oh yeah, he was Rhea Perman's boyfriend or yeah. husband, the hockey player." They know him then. Yeah. He was also really good in the movie Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh, oh, that's, that's right. right. He was the gym oh, yeah. teacher. He was a gym teacher. He was really, really good in that movie. And uh, David Letterman loved him, as Ross said. He would be on for the Christmas show every year, and he would always tell the same story. He uh, he worked at a really good radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina, where he did the morning ways. show there, yeah. Big Ways, and and uh, and he would he told this story about he was doing an appearance at a car dealer, which when you were in a small market, you got to do all kinds of appearances in <laughs> tire stores and drug stores, and yeah. and and uh, they had the Lone Ranger was there. And he would, Letterman would laugh so hard. This is a little bit of the story at the end. But what happened was the, the Lone Ranger was appearing at the car dealership. And uh, a buddy has came by and they would sneak out and smoke a little dope. <laughs> herb, he would call it. Jay always called it herb. Uh-huh. He wasn't a big drinker, but he liked to smoke a little bit. Okay. And, uh, and so him and his buddy got in his Volvo and get ready to go, and the Lone Ranger didn't have a ride. Ooh. So they put him in the back seat of his old beat-up Volvo, <laughs> and they tried to act straight when they were driving down the road, and somebody backed into them. It's a funny guy, man, and really had a heart of gold, too. Condolences to his wife, Sally, and his, his, uh, his boys. Jay Thomas, gone at the age of 68. Radio.com. Yesterday, we had the uh, Big Show field trip to City Field. It happened to be 
summer camp day. Yeah. <laughs> for the Mets. They were playing the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. And uh, we uh, we stole it. We had a whole uh, photo album from the show, from the field trip. Well, such a beautiful day. You know, it was posted posted yeah. on our uh, on our Facebook page. You can see all that. Nice. And we we did make it to Shake Shack. <laughs> Boy, that was. You pose in front of it. I, I we did pose for a picture because we were talking about getting in there, and I had the like a single burger. Right, which is pretty caloric in itself. Yeah. But, yeah, you can ramp that up. Top that off with a shake, Vela shake. Oh, yeah. And uh, they do the kiss cam out there. You know where they take it around, the camera, and everybody kisses. So uh, they had all kinds of different people, but there was one we saw, and it's a husband and wife, and they had their kid, I don't know, maybe eight, nine years old in front of them, in right in the middle of them, in the middle seat. So when the kiss cam came on, they pushed the kid up in front of them, and they kissed. Oh. Well, the kid was eating a bag of popcorn, and while they were kissing, he leaned forward and it looked like he was pretended he was up chucking oh. <laughs> because he didn't want to see his parents kiss. Yeah, that was so funny. That that was pretty funny. No, the most amazing part of the whole thing that you forgot to talk about, Ross. You'd like this. That Yoenis Cespedes comes up to bat. And it gets nice and quiet in the stadium. Everyone's getting excited. And in the right behind me, I just hear Scott go, he's going to hit a home run on the first pitch. I'm like, yeah, okay. First pitch, right across, bam! Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yes. Upper deck, flying. You called the, the shot. Goes up. Yeah, this is pretty funny. We weren't even, I don't even think we were talking Psychic. about the game at that point. Psychic trivia. Now, they were yakking, and I was, I was concentrating on the game. And they were talking, Brad, see, the problem was Brad and uh, Joe and Kermit had made a pit stop on the way out there at the Blarney Rock Pub. Oh. Yes, see Tom and Tim over at the Blarney Rock. They had to get all tuned up over there. Uh Uh-huh. So. uh, Got a great breakfast. They were yakking, and I was watching the game. I said, you know what? He's going to hit a home run. You felt it. On the first pitch. Bam. And it was right. We were out in left. We were way out in left field. Sure. And, uh. Warm day, too, wasn't it? Oh, it was hot out there. Yeah, we were right yeah. in the sun. And as usual, Patty showed up about two and in, three innings late. <laughs> but she did make it. I was very proud of her. Yes, she did. Made it out I still there. can't believe you called it. Dan Taylor's uh, obsession, his passion, is flying. Yeah. He loves to go flying. He's got his own little plane. And his own pilot's license, yeah. Yeah, of course. They don't let you go up without one. Uh, I know, usually, but it's such a. This is the kind of day that he lives for. Right oh, it's here. beautiful yeah. outside. Absolutely spectacular. I saw Mavis Wanzik on TV last night. I was so happy for her. She stopped by to get her big check. You know, they took <laughs> yeah. the pictures with that humongous check, <laughs> worth seven hundred and fifty nine, almost seven fifty nine. That's three quarters of a billion dollars. Oh, my gosh. Now, she took the lump sum. Right. And I forget how much it was, but it was, I think it's something like... 455. And then after taxes, it's like 383 or something. Yeah, it is. It's like 380 and change. Okay. $380 million. I take it. And she's got uh, two, she's a widow with two grown kids. Daughter and a son. Yeah. So she went to get her check a mere 14 hours after the drawing. <laughs> She's I think not I would have any time. I would have lined up a lawyer and an accountant before yeah. I did something like that. That's what most people do. But 
and she says, "I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna start small. I'm gonna pay off my car that I just bought in September." I don't know what her husband did. did uh, he, oh, he's a firefighter. Yeah, he, he was. He was a firefighter. So, and they raised two kids. Did a pretty good job, I guess. And uh, and her husband was killed by a drunk driver about a year ago. Yeah, he was waiting at a bus stop in Northampton, Massachusetts, and uh, the driver lost control of his truck. He was uh, under the influence. Yeah. So, and like a lot of uh, firefighter families. She's kind of like looked after by some of the, his buddies who were firefighters. Matter of fact, uh, one of his old friends was one that confirmed that she won. Yeah, she was riding uh, home, I guess, with him. And yeah. uh, he said, why don't you look at the numbers, apparently? And she started reading them off and went, oh, my God. <laughs> 32 years she worked at this Springfield Hospital. The Mercy Medical Center. As a health care worker. And so yesterday she called and said, I'm not going to be in. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Love that. There you, go. you know what, though? When you work somewhere 32 years, you have friends. She's going to go back over there. And say hi to him, I guess. Yeah. Probably buy him all dinner or something yeah, like that. Yeah, be nice. Take, yeah. Care, yeah, take, care the, take care of the people. <laughs> yeah. I'll take you to the cafeteria. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, uh, if you ever heard about this guy, David Lee Edwards. He's from Kentucky. Yeah. And he won. He hit the jackpot for a Powerball back in 2001. Okay. Is he broke yet? He's he's broke oh, and dead. Oh, it's oh, a double whammy. He lost it all by in he lost it in five years. Oh my gosh, twenty seven million dollars. That's actually pretty common. These people they they lose it so quickly and the whole fortune. I guess because you're just buying everything, you're like, I'll buy that big house, I'll buy that big boat, he I'll bought, buy the plane. He went crazy. NASCAR teams, people buy it. He bought uh, they bought a uh, big mansion. Mm-hmm. He had a whole collection of cars. He had a Lamborghini Diablo at one point. Wow. He had a million dollars in cars parked in front of his house. Wow. In his first three months as a millionaire, he spent $3 million. <laughs> After one year, he'd spent $12 million. He lost everything by 2006. He got into drugs. Oh. He and his wife contracted hepatitis from their needle use. She finally left him, got sober, married somebody else. He was, I remember reading about this guy. He was living in one of those storage units. Wow. No, come on. Yeah. He lost everything. Everything. Yeah. Wow. He died alone and penniless. Wow. He was 58 years old, 12 years after the lottery changed his life. You know, experts say that you shouldn't take the lump sum, that you should split it up over how many years, so that way you kind of What would get you do if it. you won it? I wouldn't take the lump sum. Really? I would not. No, I would spread it out after so many years, and that way, if you do go off the edge, you still have next year. Tell I you could what. be hit by a bus tomorrow. I want that money. I'd lump it. <laughs> yeah, I'd get lumped so fast, they'd call me lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I would get lumped so fast. I think I'd put it in my daughter's name, you know? Can you do and that? And then let her support me for the rest of my life. Well done. I think you, I think he, this guy bought a, a house in a private tennis and golf community in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Wow. He had one house, $1.6 million. 
Then he bought another house for 600000 down the street. And he bought a Learjet, three racehorses, and two businesses. Wow. HOA wow. alone. Yeah. Yeah, he was living. He, after he lost all his money, he was living in one of those, you know, storage units. Wow. I can't wow. imagine. You know, Dan Taylor would probably buy a Learjet if he won. I'll tell you what, you don't know my plans. I'd buy a Learjet and I'd hire Dan Taylor to fly it. <laughs> I want a good I want a guy with a great voice on the PA. There you go. On the, on the oh, microphone, man. He got that big deep voice. Thanks for listening to the Shannon in the Morning Big Show Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.